going on, everybody? Welcome back to a new and exciting episode of the Vile Files Bachelor Recap Edition. And boy, do we have a lot to cover. Returning guest Jim Jeffries is with us. Uh, We are super (laughs) excited. He's feeling better and ready to... uh, Actually, it's... There's so much to recap, and we are glad that you're here to break this all down. Uh, before we get into the episode, just a couple housekeeping things. So next week, we got a two-night finale, as you guys now are, are, are made aware of. We, because it's supposed to be monumental, uh, we are going to recap each episode individually. So we're going to have our ass next on Monday. And then somewhere in the middle of the night or early Tuesday morning, we're going to read the recap for Monday night's Bachelor finale, which I will be making a guest appearance on AFR and uh, some of other alumni as well, I think, because apparently it's nuts. Christina Harris, big Bachelor fan, will be with us on Monday to break down Monday night's episode of The Bachelor. On Tuesday, the finale... Uh, we are having the wonderful, the amazing Allie Barthwell. You know her. You love her. She's going to be in L.A., and she's going to come and watch it with us. So she'll be in studio, not remote. Uh, I couldn't think of a better person to break down this massive finale. Everyone loves Allie, so we are happy to have Allie with, for the finale. And the fourth episode, I have been promised by the show, we are going to get, I guess, the runner-up. Because it, it sounds like it's going to be kind of a mess. I don't know if we're going to, like, what does it mean to be runner-up this season? I don't know. Because, like, if Clayton, is he with someone? Is he not? What does that mean? But I've been told that uh, we'll get possibly the angriest of the uh, women. So m- there might be a lot of angry women. I've, I've been told that we'll get the angriest. It's either going to be Gabby, Rachel, or Susie, and they will be coming directly from AFR, to the hot seat, so to speak, and we will be, uh, well, talking to them. And that will come out also uh, first thing Wednesday morning. So four episodes, lots of cover, but we think it's worthwhile, and I think you guys do as well. Tomorrow we have an amazing episode for you, the wonderful Ashley Green. You know her from the Twilight Empire. She is with us uh, to talk all things get her thoughts on the new uh, Batman movie, her former co-star, Robert Pattinson. Uh, she has a new podcast coming out. What's going on? She's uh, We're going to get into a little euphoria. Also, we have an amazing mediation call with Nick and Danielle from Love is Blind 2. Are you watching Love is Blind 2 at all? I, I don't watch that one. I, need, I'm just a bachelor person. Give it a shot. I don't know. Okay. All right. I don't want to force it. But Has any of the relationships from Love is Blind worked out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's okay. one from season one. Yeah, that people and, apparently really, really respond to. And there's a couple who just got married that we're gonna uh, talk to. Are you allowed so. to ask what each other looks like? You're not allowed to ask anything like that. No, you. You look like a dick if you do. Yeah, and one man did. Yeah, <laughs> and he looked terrible. He was he like, wanted, "I love buying people clothing. Uh, what size are you?" Yeah, didn't work out for him. <laughs> but I love his yeah. blind. Yeah, yeah. What, what size are your feet? Like, are they <laughs> massive type of? He he asked her if he he's like, could I uh, put you on my shoulders at a concert? And would it be easy? <laughs> and she said, uh, it, it did. I don't know what she said. Like at first it was like, is that a fair question or not? But he, he just ended up being a real ass. He, he is a real dick. I feel like it is blatantly not a fair question. Yeah. But I feel like, okay, it's, it's all right. You people have nice speaking voices. I got this nasally Australian thing going on. I don't know if I would be able to get anyone in love is blind. People, 
love an Australia gem in America. Yeah, I not think, this voice, though. I, I don't know. I think you'd be all right. I'm hardly Morgan Freeman. Tune in tomorrow for our Going Deeper episode with Ashley Green, Nick, and, and Danielle from Love is Blind. We'll be talking about all that fun stuff. You won't want to miss it. All right. We have a lot to cover. Uh, do we have any Bachelor uh, We have tea? a little something that I would like your opinion on. Yeah. Uh, one Miss Tammy. You know uh, her. You love yeah. her. Recently on Paradise. Posted on her Instagram. And she had some very choice thoughts about the Bachelor franchise. She said her contract was up in April. So I don't think she can say everything she wants to say. But she clearly was not happy in any way. I think it's annoying when people compl- they use two arguments to make the real point, which is she seems to be mad about not getting attention from producers in the show that she thinks she deserves. I mean, she she mentioned lack of diversity on the show. I mean, listen, we know that the show has a a bad history when it comes to diversity, that they've drastically improved in the past couple of years, and I hope they continue to work on it, and I hope they continue to... Uh, platform and give representation to all different types of love stories. Wait a minute, a contract? Uh, I thought you just did a season and a season. Oh, uh, you're yeah. like under contract for a year where they basically tell you what you can and can't do media-wise. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But as far as Tammy goes, like, she's, you know, she, she, it's a tale of, is all the time with Bachelor Nation. I hear it all the time. And, and, and there's always a group of, of cast members who always will say something to the effect of, producers only give you attention when they want something for you from you. And you know what? That's totally true. That's 100% true. It also goes both ways. The fakeness of friendships goes both ways between producers and cast and cast and producers. Cast, and I would argue, more from cast to producers. They're always reaching out to producers, asking for favors, how to get on Paradise and things like that. And I would be I would be willing to bet most of the cast have no idea what producers' last names are or their birthdays or what their family situation is or what's going on. And that's fine too, but don't pretend like they're desperately trying to be their friends. Like it's a show. It's a TV show. Producers look at cast as well, oh, cast, potential yeah, yeah. cast. And if you're not a star of uh, of their show, then you you will get less attention. Like uh, recent this, this past week, uh, a bunch of people, a bunch of stars from the show, got asked to do uh, Family Feud. So you know, Nate, uh, Michelle, Rodney, uh, Thomas, Becca Kufrin, Joe, Serena P. They're stars. That's like the all star cast. Yeah, right that's their current. Yeah. That, that's who, their who current. Play? My friend Reese Darby and his family just were on. Fa- oh, really? I think it was Bachelor group. versus Bachelor. Uh, Sometimes they've mixed it up. And I would be willing to bet if Tammy got a call and saying, "Do you want to be on Celebrity Family Feud?" She wouldn't have complained about any of this. And it's like she's been on two seasons. She's got plenty of airtime. Like I don't get why some people on the show like think they're somehow. Like, you went on a reality TV show, and you've been on twice. Your time is probably run its course. They might ask you back, but, like, you, you're you not one of their stars. Like, not everyone gets to be, and that's, I don't, I don't like... Nick's like, talk to me when you've done four. <laughs> it, that doesn't, no, it's just like, just move on, and or, or not. But, like, no one cares that your contract's up and... and and whatever. I don't even know which one she is. Exactly. Tammy, I'm trying to remember which one Tammy. Oh, Tammy. Pull up a, a Tammy. She's not on this season. She, she, she was, was on Bachelor Paradise. in Paradise. She uh, she was in a love triangle with Thomas and Aaron for a minute. Um, oh, she goes yes. And she get, she goes to all the events. And also, she won't be done. You'll think, see her at other events. I do think, though, to be fair, like I 
of the Bachelor, because I think Bachelor is trying to get a lot less white. And I think like AAPI representation is some of like the thinnest on the show. I hope the show continues to explore uh, diversity in all ways. Um, and so, but I don't think that's why Tammy complained that the producers don't call her and ask her to do more things or do one of their podcasts or do Celebrity Family Feud or whatever it is she's upset about. Um, yeah, there's nothing, I don't, I don't, I think it's, that was a disingenuous comment to bring up when she was more focused on not getting a call from the bat phone, so to speak. Sure. Well, we have Genevieve calling in shortly, so let's, let's dive in to the tell-all a little bit before Genevieve come, calls in. I mean, it's a typical tell-all. I thought it was, it was more toxic than usual. Yeah. Right? A lot of yelling. A lot of yelling. I mean, I don't... Again, this is not about me. Like, Shanae... Shanae is Shanae. We... Uh, whether, whether she... Uh, you know, she certainly didn't... She wasn't contrite, but it didn't seem like... To me, like, she had much of an opportunity to talk. Yeah. Well, what, what opportunity did she need? Was I, They kept on asking him the questions. Did you lie about this thing? No, I never lied to him. And then, you know, that's all that she really needs to say. And then they did the whole uh, broke-ass Meryl Streep stuff on her. Yeah. And I think she I think she got what she deserved, but the problem was because they all did it. It could have been happened in a couple of sentences, but because they all did it at once, then they started to look like the mean girls, which yeah. is really playing into Sinead's hands as playing the victim all the bloody time. I, I don't have a difference of opinion with Sinead. You know what I'm saying? Like she didn't come out and change my mind, which is maybe she is kind of problematic. It's just more, they just stooped to her level. So now you're just the same. They constantly called her a bitch the whole episode. They called her a hypocrite. Genevieve asked if she was wearing a diaper. <laughs> uh, so they're, they're mocking her outfit. One girl asked if she was like locked in a room as a child. They told her she would never find love. They like <laughs> they're they, probably they're they right though. They're right though. <laughs> she 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 was pretty evil. I don't know if there's been a bigger villain on The Bachelor. Like I understand what happened to the girls. The evil. girls were so pent up with like we. If I don't say it now. I'll never say it, and it all just came flooding out at once. And she's not a good egg, that one. <laughs> like, you, I don't know. You, you seem to be defending her. She, she's not a good egg. I've been on the show, so I know how it works. Right. I've asked her. I've asked around. Is she like a bad an egg, so to speak? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, nah. They're, she's a totally fine, nice person. Uh, also, these women were all gassed up. And when they start, this is how tell all works. Yeah. There's a reason why Serene and Teddy didn't weren't part of that drama right it was all a bunch of women you barely remember from earlier in the season and then like kind of that middle of the pack yeah, yeah. and it's kind of like hey listen you know paradise is around the corner and um well like let's be honest like you're not you, you're you weren't on it the whole time so you know if you uh let's, let's see what she got an and they decided to and it wasn't about like getting back. It was about airtime. And it reminded me of like the presidential primary debates when like everybody has their hat in the ring and like everybody's trying to like make yeah. their moment happen. And like, and because it was, took on a more negative tone, it was like kind of one upping each other. Sierra, who had a lot to say about everything, and she was a real middle of the packer. Yeah. It's that middle of the pack. I honestly thought the only real winner of, like, because, like, Teddy was net neutral. We liked her before. Uh, mm -hmm. Serene was net neutral. We liked her before. It was... Um, Marlena. Marlena was, to me, the winner. Where at the end of the episode, she's like, listen, I don't... 
who are we? Like, I'm gonna, I can't d- decide if you're a narcissist or not. Like, we, she, she gave some kind of like, I don't know, like, it's a crazy world. And I was like, you know what? That's a bigger person. I've dated toxic people. Yeah. They're very manipulative, the toxic people. And they make you think that, oh, no, maybe I'm doing something wrong and everyone else is lying to me and they play the game. And man, that's that's what she was doing. To Like, like you got to give him credit. He did get rid of her. Maybe not as quickly as they all wanted him to, but he did eventually go, all right, well, this you have to go. And so I, I don't. I thought that was the nicest comment at the very end when she said uh, that. Yeah, I thought it was the nicest comment. I get, again, it, to me, it's not about defending Shanae. It's about I don't get how if you want to be just as bad, you get to be just as bad. If you don't get to take this high road and just be like, you have terrible character, you're a toxic person, and then just be toxic to prove your point. Like, yeah, but what do you get taught in school if a bully punches you? You punch him back, right? That's what I, 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 know, I know. I know. I know. In hindsight, watching it, maybe that wasn't the right choice. But in the moment, if that girl screwed she... you over on the show, screwed you over, said that you were fake and you were—I can't remember who was the blonde girl that Elizabeth. She, yeah, that she was just lying about. Said, "Oh, she wouldn't she talk to lie. me," and she said all the things. And she was like, "If I was that girl, I'd want to have have my shot." Yeah, back at her. You were Elizabeth did lie. About, about she, being in the hot tub? She was in the hot tub. But, okay, but if it's <laughs> Shanae, was, Elizabeth lied when we're not going to talk about, the, like, Shanae's lies were egregious. Elizabeth lies are potentially explained by... So, I, I'm just, like, maybe... Just I, forgetting. Maybe, yeah. I, maybe I am forgetting, but I'm just wondering, someone explain to me that the how... Out, what were her outrageous lies? I, 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 did some, I did some background checking. All I've heard is Shanae is not, like, this. she's not going to win a Nobel Prize. Like, she's not... You know what I'm saying? So, like... She's not like this Machiavellian strategic person. She was kind of like immature and she know. was ignorant. I don't just remind me. Maybe I'm forgetting. Yeah, I don't know. You got the odds for Shanae, man. No, I'm not at all. Yeah, because I what's the difference? I thought she was maybe the biggest villain we've ever had. She she was. She, was just, she would lie and then she would do that stupid thing afterwards when they did this to screen. She goes, that's one bitch gone. Come and get me like that. I've got another one gone. She would just lie about it. And then she's like, this person said that I was fake and then blah, 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 blah. And she's just an actress and all that type of stuff. No, I'd be pissed with her as well. If only for her getting up and doing the 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 fucking whippy dance or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. It was terrible. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't get how that makes it okay. Like, yes, it's at high school. Yes, was that what you do in high school? So if you want to say, if these girls want to say, yes, I'm just as mature, immature, and I just don't get how someone, I don't get how one person can be the bully when it's a group. To me, that was bullying. I agree, they... I agree that it was a really bad look to have all those like women speaking in that way to Shanae in that setting. But I do think they tried. I think part of it was this pent up frustration of like, I've tried to reason with you and I cannot get through to you. Like Elizabeth tried every single possible way to explain to her like a very basic so just, social dynamic. Should just calmly say, hey, listen. Yeah, but people get no, frustrated. they did that on the show. They tried to be calm on the show. They accepted her apology on the show and even tried to be nice to her. And then the, the, you got to understand that, that what they did now is after they saw the episode. They disliked her and thought that she was a lying bitch on the, on the actual show, right? And then they watched the show and it was proved to them. And then they were all pent up and like, oh, I'm going to get her, right? Yeah. I, I get it. They could have handled it a lot better, but I totally get where everyone's coming from. The house is always the bully on that show. It, it just is. The house is the bully. 
And that, does that excuse behavior? Like I say this every time we talk about Shanae. No, she was not a good person this season. And she didn't prove to be any better in the tell-all. I just don't get how, like, if you're going to talk about someone's character, character, like, if you want to say you sucked and be t- sucky back, but when you, if you're talking about someone's character and character's about, like, taking the high road or looking the other way or rising above, I'm just saying, like, you don't get to, you, go, you don't get to think of your, your somehow of some high, higher moral character than the person who, you know, talks some shit about you. I don't know. Speaking of talking shit, Genevieve is here. Genevieve's on. All right. All right. Let's, let's hear it from uh, Genevieve herself. Knowledge is power. And the more information you have, the less time you have to like insert crazy neurotic thoughts. And we're talking about your overall wellness. And we're talking about Everly Well. That's right. Everly Well is the amazing at-home lab tests. I mean, depending, I mean, they, they, they can test for what seems like virtually anything. Food sensitivity, metabolism, sleep and stress, thyroid problems. Uh, they have colon screenings. Am I reading that right? That's yeah. amazing. STD tests. There's so, so much you can test and you can do it again from the comfort of your home. You don't have to worry about going into a doctor's office and waiting longer than you need to. Everly well, at-home lab tests give you physician-reviewed results and personalized insights so you can take action on your health and wellness, all at an affordable and transparent cost. With over 30 tests, you'll be able to choose the one that makes the most sense for you. Everything Well ships your at-home lab test straight to you with everything needed for a simple sample collection. Using the prepaid shipping label, mail your tests back to a certified lab. In just days, your physician-reviewed results and actionable insights are sent to your device. So convenient, and honestly, it's just less stressful. And our listeners uh, for the show, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash V-I-A-L-O. I know there are people listening being like, I should have tested for something. I need to find out. I'm yes. putting it off. I know who you are. Well, you know who you are, more importantly. <laughs> I don't know who you Nick are. Nick knows too. <laughs> I know, I know. And like, don't make me call, and it's going to get weird. Uh, <laughs> so just Everly Well. That's everlywell.com slash V-I-A-L-L for 20% off your at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Woo, get your skin looking fresh and right. Get it. How's my skin looking? Better than mine. Ooh, I've been moisturizing. That's right. Curology is game-changing customer skincare made for you by a dermatology provider. They'll create a custom prescription cream for your specific goals, whether that's tackling acne, clogged pores, skin texture, dark spots, fine lines, or something else. You start by taking a short online quiz and upload photos, and if it's a good fit, they'll ship you your formula right to your door, even with your name on the bottle. I took that quiz. Uh, I was, uh, my, my, my face was a little dehydrated living in LA. It's, it's dry out here, and so uh, they gave me some stuff that would help with my uh, dehydrated face. And I like to think that it's uh, done wonders. Uh, I've really enjoyed it. And the best part is it's custom uh, for you because everyone's different. Mr. Rogers told us so. And that man is not a liar. Get started with Curology like I did with a free 30-day trial at Curology.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Just pay $5 for shipping and handling. That is C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com slash V-I-A-L-L to start your free 30-day trial. Cancel anytime. Prescription subject to consultation. How's it going, Genevieve? Hi, how are you? We're, we're great. How are you? 
I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. All right. Uh, so we're, we're currently talking about tell-all before you, you called in. Uh, I guess mixed opinions uh, on, on the performance. Have you, have you seen it yet? I have not. Oh, okay. Uh, I have not seen it. What is oh, your... Yeah. What, <laughs> what is your perception of how uh, you and some of your peers acted uh, on the show towards Shanae? On the tell-all, not uh, the show. Yeah. Specifically tell-all. Tell um, I know that we all definitely had something to say. Yeah. Um, I, I for sure said everything that I wanted to say. Um, it was a very long night. I do not remember all the like little commentary. Um, so I'm not sure about that, but I got to go. I know I got to go in the hot seat with Shanae and we were like, she kind of pulled something up. Um, I'm not sure if it's shown, but that you about uh, me and having sex with Aaron, Aaron Clancy. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that was like just ridiculous. Just to say that's not true. Everybody. And, um, after that, I kind of just, I was like, she hasn't changed. She's not here to try and get any redemption or apologize. So, yeah. Even if you did have sex with Aaron, who, who gives a shit? Yeah. You're, you're single. We don't really. I mean, yeah. It's, it's not it's sure. no one's business, but yours. Sure. I mean, I, I honestly, just to be honest, I thought you guys were really mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, like your yeah, com- no, everyone like, was. Like, like your comment about like Shanae wearing diapers as she walked up to the hot seat before. You walked dress. up there. Yeah, that's the only misstep Honestly. I think you made. I don't think you were mean at all. I'm not like Nick at <laughs> yeah, all. I, I think she know you had it coming to her. No, everyone was very um, honest, and that's the thing. I don't think anyone said anything that wasn't true. And if everyone kind of saw just what we saw, um, I don't know. I think she had it coming for her. Honestly, I, I'm I'm just having a hard time understanding how everyone can heckle. Like, I don't think Shanae was great at all. I mean, she has a lot of things to be accounted for. I just have a hard time understanding because so many of the conversations were about Shanae's character. And I'm just having a hard time understanding how the things that were all said to Shanae and when she goes up there and you guys are heckling her and calling her a bitch and saying fuck you and mocking her dress. I'm just having a hard time understanding how it's like any different. Maybe it's the same. I just don't understand how it's better. So in my opinion, it's just like, okay, I guess you guys are all in the same field. And, and I understand the frustration of being mad at Shanae. I, I get that. But it's just more like, why not, why not take the high road is my question. Because we tried so many times, honestly. We just, we tried so many times to be nice to her. I, multiple times, like had conversations with her off camera or like that wasn't shown in. We were fine. Everyone, like most people try to give her the benefit of the doubt. And it's like, we just did that so many times. And now it's just not even worth it anymore. So I guess, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember saying fuck you. Um, but I do I don't remember know if you I did. It was, uh, who was about it? her dress. I who promised was, her about her dress it because Lin- it Lindsay. did. I'm yeah. sorry. It looked like a black diaper under her dress. Um, and I didn't know that was going to, I don't know. It was just my commentary and. Yeah, I don't regret anything. And I honestly think she had it coming for her. She was very fake to all of us. She would lie. She would act fake to us, go to Clayton and say that we were being bullies when we were being very nice to her. So she just, she's just full of lies and I don't feel bad about anything. Fair enough. Nick, every movie you see, you see there's someone bullied and then at the end of the film, the town people beat the bully 
and kick them out and we all rejoice. <laughs> Except for you, where you think that the bloody bully should stay there running the bloody place. I, I think no. uh, bloody is a, a, a loose term used in Bachelor Nation. In my experience, the house is usually the bully. That I've, you know, it's just how I've, I don't know. in my Shanae, experience. Shanae was a special level of evil, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, no, she was definitely shitty. On, on no one season. in the house was a bully, honestly. Like, we were so nice to her in the I just beginning mean until the, she flipped the house that in switch. general. Yeah. Okay. Can we talk about the fact, I mean, obviously, Shanae brought up you and Aaron, but then you said that, quote, I know you've been DMing him. He sent me screenshots. He thinks you're crazy. How did Shanae find out you guys were, did even haven't even met? So I think like uh, maybe three months ago or something, I was out at a bar and I saw Aaron and I posted something. With you just him. posted a picture with him and then she took I that. posted, a, it was a picture at a bar. Um, and that's the only thing that I could think of because that's the only time I've ever seen him. So I'm assuming sure. that's what she was then, talking yeah. about okay. and where yeah. she got it. But she had no, I mean, she had no evidence. Even if you did, no one, you're, you're Even if I show. did, that's not, it, it just doesn't make sense. It's not something to throw at me. Like I was off the show. Um, Clayton is potentially engaged. And so I think I have the right to do what I want. That is, that true. is true. Were you guys hoping for Shanae to, like, what were your expectations of, of Shanae when she came on Tell All? Like, what were you guys hoping for? I had some hope that maybe we could all, like, come, like, just come to some um, agreement, I guess, and just all be okay. Because that's, we, all of us girls have a very good relationship. And it is sad to see that Shanae is not in that, but we know that she did that. Um, so I really was going in hoping that maybe I wasn't looking for an apology directly to me, but maybe just an apology to everyone for the manipulation or whatever you want to call it. Um, and it was just like the complete opposite. So I think that's why everyone was just like, really, this is not, she had, uh, and I know Cassie said, Cassie was like kind of her friend in the house. And she said, I was hoping that you would kind of use this time, but um, you're not giving me anything and I can't really have your back in this situation. I think if Sinead came on and she just said, I've watched the show back and I regret some, even just some of the things sure. I said. Just so, She didn't regret anything. And so, but it sort of fell into her lap because she came on, basically said, I don't regret nothing. And then the girls all attacked her and now she gets to play the victim again. I don't think she gets to play the victim. Oh, she is right now. We're, we're saying poor Shanae. I'm not, they all picked on no, her. No, I, uh, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm not articulating my words correctly. I'm not defending Shanae or protecting her. I think she didn't do anything to redeem herself. I, I just, I don't understand the two wrongs make a right, a right argument. I don't, I just like, I, so I thought. So they all just sat there and said nothing? Uh, I would have like made. Yeah, more, that's the thing. I'm not. I would have none of us more calmly. About to say nothing. Yeah, I don't know if I would have said what they said. That, 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 it's just my in opinion. In the moment, it's very. It's hard. very yeah. It's very hard to respond to something emotionally heightened in a calm and collected way, especially when that like emotionally heightened thing. Yeah, it, is, it is hard, but that's what we refer to as people like who. You know, uh, uh, Marlena did it. I'm just I, saying. I, I've lost my shit on TV in the moment. I've, <laughs> I've done it. I told Piers Morgan to fuck off. I lost my shit. <laughs> I lost it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. We we all have a right to do. I'm just saying. Like the the. I just don't get the two wrongs to make a right. That's all I'm saying. I don't think anyone. I, I'm very careful to. Uh, and like, you know, I don't know if you watched uh, Katie's season, Genevieve. 
I do not. Um, but there was a gentleman named Thomas. I don't know. Do you remember Thomas? I remember Thomas. I met Thomas. He nice. came, he came yeah. to one of my shows. So, uh, he's a nice guy. He's all right. Those guys called him a narcissist, and they had some. And I, I haven't. I have no. I don't know anything yeah, about. Yeah, but Shanae. Thomas was no Shanae. I know he wasn't. Thomas but. was just better looking than everybody, and just a, uh, like a little tiny. And he said he wanted to be the Bachelor. Sure. Which of course everyone. Yeah, uh, like Janet, did, did you did you want to be the Bachelorette, or is that was that never on your radar? Honestly, I can never, I wouldn't be able to do that. It was too much for me. I think potentially paradise is something I could do, but. I don't think you'd enjoy being The Bachelor either because I saw you in the therapy session, all that type of stuff. You're, no, you're, you're like me because exactly. how could you do every episode and just do this whole, yeah, I believe a woman's heart needs to be protected and I put my barriers up. Everyone's talking about their fucking barriers and when they go down and how they never open up to people and how they're shy and they're on fucking TV, right? No, you, could, you couldn't have had that conversation a million times. I don't think it's for you either. It's a, it's a tough thing to do. <laughs> About the therapy, I wanted to ask you because like on the tell-all, you're this out you were very outspoken you were you were outspoken earlier in the season and then on therapy were you just like done with it like you came you became very quiet uh, you didn't you seemed like you couldn't find the words and were what was your thought process there did you think it was like fake therapy or what was your uh in your head that kind of like made it look like you at least from our eyes you just kind of shut down so honestly going into that date um i was kind of um I knew it was my time to go. And I was, I don't know if this can be shown, I'm sorry, but I was planning to talk to Clayton at night um, at the group date and tell him like, I just wasn't ready to go to hometown. Okay, so you were going to- And so when this therapy, so when the therapy came up, I'm like, well, there's no way of getting past this without having the conversation that I wanted to have. So I kind of knew it was coming and I had no previous time to kind of dive deep with my feelings with Clayton. So I wasn't about to just, let everything out like during therapy. Um, knowing that I was I was going home. Yeah, that makes so a, a I just sense. yeah, I stayed silent. Um, right. who wants I didn't to, know what to say. who wants to have bloody therapy on TV anyway. No. That's <laughs> the problem. You, you've got two types of dates. You've got the date, the single date where you get to do something fun and go buy clothes or get massage or eat sushi <laughs> off each other's body. Or you've got a group date where you'll be punching each other or you'll have to talk about some uncle who did something bad to you or something. You know what I mean? There's some therapy thing yeah. that's very upsetting that you'll have to emotionally do something or you'll get physically hurt. Group dates, you're getting hurt. That's the only way around it. 100%. That's true. Even watching this last episode, they're just like, Oh, what did you do on a date? Oh, we went down into a cave in the bottom of the earth. What did you have to do? I had to ride a doom buggy where I wore a helmet after wearing, making my hair really nice and try to look pretty and have to wear a helmet and roll around in the mud and say it was fun. Just get to the bloody bedroom and have sex. That's what we're all trying to do. <laughs> we're going to see you in paradise? Or like if you get asked, you'll go? I think there's a good chance, yes. Oh, also, like so you, you you live in Hollywood, correct? You you from I live in LA. You're from Boston, you live in LA. Um and, and should I call you an actress? Are you an aspiring actress or is that just not not a thing? That's honestly not a thing. I've done modeling, but I've never ever done acting in any sense. So and yeah. I have I've, no plans to. I've never <laughs> done it well myself. It would also be a, it, it's okay if you ever did too. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, good. and no, go ahead, research and there's nothing I've ever acted in. So. Well, no, we didn't say you were a successful actress. You, know, <laughs> you haven't got an IMDb page yet. You might just be hopeless. Uh, Genevieve, 
thank you so much for coming. Uh, we enjoyed watching you this season. And uh, I think, you and me fave, Genevieve. Yeah. You, and me number, you and me number one in the show. Yeah. I wanted you to win. I was hoping you a bachelorette. I wish you all Aww. luck in the world. Yeah. So Jim thank definitely you. hopes to see you in paradise. And uh, we all do as well. So best of luck. Thank you for having me. All right. Take care. Thank you. Bye. I, I do a thing with my wife and uh, and my kid. And what we do is, I told you this last podcast, what we do is we bet on all the different people. And you can only you only place your bets once they get out of the limo. Genevieve was my horse right away. That was the one I put all the money on. I shouldn't, yeah. Now you bloody lost me some cash there, Genevieve. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Not a lot. We're doing like 20 cents. I'm doing it with a nine-year-old. It's probably not the show for it. I just fast forward through the fantasy suites. My son watches a whole series in about 10 minutes, just the bits he can watch. Wait, was I supposed to hang up when I said bye? Yeah, yeah, that's how it I works. Mean, is this your first time with a phone? <laughs> okay. All right. Nice to meet you. Bye, Genevieve. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> She's still your favorite. I meant to hang up when I said yeah, bye. Whatever. <laughs> I get where she's coming from, though. Maybe I'm taking crazy pills, and I'm sure most people will agree with 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 Jim. I think what it is is like your experience in Bachelor was one of like being ostracized from the main group, and so of course it's not even just about like me projecting about my. Experience. I, I'm not saying you're projecting though, but I think like you've seen through the most people who have been on the outside are villains who kind of get like exiled from back bachelor nation i and i say when i say like the house is the bully i don't think and genevieve was quick to be like none of us bullied her when i say the house like it's, it's like a group mentality it's a, it, it's a group mentality it's a mob mentality and i just i don't see how and again she hasn't watched yet and we don't know how Twitter's going to react but i just don't get how someone can say uh like Whatever Shanae did, how if you want to stoop to their level, then stoop to their level. Well, it's like then the question is now like, you're on their level. Do I don't you want to fight fire with fire or just get burned by someone else's fire? Yeah. But what did they? Shanae was annoying. Shanae was probably annoying to be around. Lied to their faces constantly and okay, then mocked she lied. them about it. Okay. And uh, yes, and she did. The, <laughs> yes. Right, look, I've seen other villains on the show. Who was that blonde girl she who did the, got I, kicked off on the double date with the twins, right? There's many, many seasons. Olivia, yeah. Olivia. And they have come to apologize. And I believe that Olivia was hardly done by. I don't believe she did much wrong and they all really went after yeah. her and she was made into a villain and she yeah. had to get off social media and go to therapy. And I, I feel like she was edited very badly. Shanae, I don't, I don't think so. I well, think I, so. I am telling as someone who, who has talked to people is that like, well, Shanae did some shit. Yes, there is editing, and she got a. There is definitely is editing, uh, and she has stuff to be apologized. Like this is not. If I, she apologized just a little bit, I would have just gone. All right. She did not redeem herself. It has <laughs> my comments have nothing to do with Shanae's behavior. It is, and, I, and maybe I stand alone in a world where it's just apparently it's like if someone okay, does something I'll ask to you. This question. If you dated Shanae, would you trust her? I wouldn't date you. No, no, no. Yeah, but like I'm saying in a fantasy world where you, all your dreams come true. We're, we're t- <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you got to, yeah, like you wouldn't, you couldn't, boy. She's done, but no, nah, I'm just kidding. Anyway, so if you dated Shanae, would you trust her? Not like for infidelity reasons, just like that she wouldn't be a bit conniving and a bit, uh, wouldn't cause you grief in your life. But I don't find her personality remotely attractive. I know, but yeah, okay, you're not getting you- the game. You just like, but like, Ignore okay, all if, of that. if anybody was dating her, w- should they trust that she's not going to? Say gonna your be? buddy was she's, dating her. She's a shit stirrer. She's, she looks that's like what she has she is. a red She's flag. a shit stirrer. Yeah. 
She's the type of person that you leave a party and you're in the car and you go, I wasn't talking to that girl. What? That person wasn't being mean to you. What are you talking about? That person was being mean to you. That person was just joking around with you. And then you got to talk about it forever. And then you can't talk to your friend Gavin anymore because he ate all the fucking shrimp. Right? You know, it's just one, she's one of them. I've dated them. Yeah. Pain in the neck. I'm, I'm doing a terrible job of articulating my point. because I feel, I think what you're saying is Sinead didn't make herself look any better. Yeah. But the group made themselves look worse. Yes, yeah. correct. They, that's, that's, that's all correct. I'm saying. That's that what is, Nick is that saying. That is correct. That's yes. all I'm saying. Okay. They just, and I don't. But I completely get why they, they did it, why they made themselves worse. I, 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 I understand think. why someone can get that mad, but I don't think that makes them any better. Don't you say anything about Genevieve. She was trying her best. <laughs> Nothing they I said to Jenna. I respect that she doubled down on the diaper comment. Or I was—I huh. don't know if I respected. I was shocked by that. I mean, she was but like, she did look I, like she was wearing how, a diaper. But I don't get it. And, and that's fine. If she wants to say that, good for her. But we're also like criticizing Shanae for doubling down. I just, I'm, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills by like one side being like, it's totally fine if someone does it first. And basically it gives us like full authority to say whatever the fuck we want and there's no limit to how nasty we can act towards a person because they acted nasty to us. Yeah, but you got to retaliate. If you if you if <laughs> okay. you have a kid, if you have a kid and they're in school and they're being punched by a bully every day, what's your advice? Eventually, you go walk away, walk away, ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, and then as a parent you go punch them back. They're, Eventually they're, you do. That's their biggest that's a, you got to stand up to bullies. Their biggest gripe is for lying uh, and she threw a trophy. I mean, this. I, that and the she, ADHD yeah, but lying, comment. But yeah. lying's a big deal. It's a big deal. She said falsehoods about people that sent people home. No, no, I can tell you, Sinead didn't get anyone sent home. Do you think, though, people were sent home because they lacked time with Clayton because of her drama? Oh. People got sent home because of everything on this show. Clayton wasn't interested in them and they weren't relevant to the story or Clayton's love life. And Sinead because either she wanted airtime or not, decided to act a certain way, and the women focused on Shanae. They, they helped create the villain that was Shanae. If they ignored Shanae, Shanae would have been sent home. Also, Clayton liked, had, as Clayton admitted, he, had, he liked Shanae at least some level. Well, clearly, he was attracted he put her to her. No, if he if they ignored Sinead, she wasn't going home. She, she was there forever if they ignored her. They, the only reason she went home is because every single one of them went up and said something, and eventually he was worn down. I thought it was a bit much when they got into him for not sending her home earlier, because I'm like the guy was just figuring things out. Yeah, so it's his choice. Yeah, it's yeah. his journey. Uh -huh. Yeah, he was just figuring things out. We've all been with that person that your friends say don't go out with that person, but you're a little bit spellbound by him, and then. Eventually, in, and, the, and then in the light of day, you go, what the fuck was I thinking? And he, he probably has his after watching the show, the what the fuck I was thinking moment, but maybe he didn't. Maybe he's going to end up with her because I predict that he is going to end up with no one. We're in an eye for an eye society. Oh, there's a little bit more intel. What about who else was the other one that got up where they all bloody ripped into her? Oh, the girl who... who Sarah. They, she said she didn't cry. He said he didn't cry. That mm -hmm. was too big. Sarah lied. Sarah lied. No. But, but he was very defensive did, about that. I did not cry on any date with her. I just want that to be known. Sarah, uh, didn't Sarah post something about like the truth would come out and that we would all like hear the truth? And she definitely did not. Sarah should work in PR. The Teddy. way she was pivoting out of like, like she lied on camera, like in, actively during the tell-all and then was still like pivoting out of it she had, a moment later. I was she, like, work in PR. She had that bit when you're lying where you're like, I still have a shot here. You know, when you're caught up in a lot where she goes, 
did he cry on your any of your dates? And he, and she went, yeah. And he goes, well, we're going to ask her. He comes out. She goes, okay, great. And she's just <laughs> hoping that maybe he cried on another date and he got confused and he'd be like, I cried on some dates. I'm not sure if I... Like some do-sex machina or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Like he was, she was going to go, you did. Remember that time of the thing? Oh, maybe I did. And then she'd get out of it, right? Maybe she was just like, yeah, to your point, she's just like, don't, just don't admit that you lied. Just, just say that's, that was my version. You know, just the, the... I'm going to speak my truth in my, tr in my world, you cried. That's, and that's how there she... Was, there was a world where she could have just doubled down and just go, you did on that date when the thing, you cried. That's right. She could have. She could have just kept on saying it. She's like, you're lying. Teddy and Sarah have each, it's kind of like a she said, she said situation based on media that they've done since they've left the show. Because Teddy said that Sarah was manipulative because she would go into specifically Teddy and Rachel's rooms to talk about her connection with Clayton. And then Sarah released commentary that she was like, well, we were the closest friends in the house. Of course, we were talking about the guy we were dating. Why wouldn't I talk about my connection? So it's very like, was it to be friendly or was it to be manipulative? I, I honestly don't understand. Like Sarah lied. That's, that's is obvious. I don't totally get the, that argument of, in that world, it's a fine line. So I can see a world where if, if Sarah's coming in saying, you know, we have this such great connection and I guess that can be, I get that how that can be intimidating, but I, I don't see how that's manipulative. That was the word I, that Teddy it depends used. on, you know, it could be, it certainly could be manipulative, but it, could it be also something you in that world, you don't want, you don't want to hear it. Some people choose to be vocal about the relationship that they have going on with the lead and some people don't. Like, if it feels unnecessary, but I, to me, it's like, it's a bit of a reach to prove that she was manipulative. It's just, maybe they just handled it differently. I, I don't, I, I see both sides, but I don't know, just because we like Teddy better and yes, Sarah lied. So she doesn't have that going for her. So now immediately we're like, oh, well, we we know you as a liar. To We're more inclined to believe, believe Teddy, Teddy, but that that argument that oh well you were you looked confident and therefore you were manipulating us. I don't quite follow. I'll tell you who I want to give it up for, Mara, because mm -hmm. I thought Mara was gonna like if she got some of the girls tell all, women tell all, right? I thought she would be very vocal and she was composed. She didn't get in any arguments. With I thought she was gonna go all Jersey on the fucking scene. Yeah, and she was good. I thought she did well. Yeah. I thought yeah. she did well. Yeah. She didn't seem to bitch too much. She interjected a couple of times, but fairly. I would love to know what was cut. I she, would. I want to see like an uncut. I, I want all I eight know, hours. I know that Elizabeth tried to they have do her eight moment. hours. What? They do eight oh, hours. Oh, it's like eight hours. Well, because they hire SAG actors to sit in the audience and they're paid an eight-hour rate. Because of COVID. Okay. Not normally. Okay. Hmm. Since COVID. They, I could have done with the bloody work. They didn't involve me. Yeah. I, would have, I would have had a since, Team Sinead since, uh, poster. There was COVID. someone holding one of them up. Team Sinead. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah that would, that's the audience right now is currently SAG actors. But yeah, she, Mara did not take the bait. You know, and that's, I think that's why I'm critical of, because I, I find it to be, you know, oh, well, if, if, if someone did this to you, you're, no, you would act out. This was, I want to secure my spot on Paradise. I mean, at least Genevieve was, was, uh, ha Genevieve did experience the bullshit of Shanae. So Genevieve has 
at least some gripe to go on. But like Hunter and some of these other girls who were barely even there, I don't, you know, that that was them trying to get their... Jill was popping up a lot. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the people, I don't remember their Jill, names. Jill, Kira. <laughs> and it's, they're all told the same thing. Lindsay. This is your chance to shine. And they decided to say all those things so they could get on Paradise. It was not about some built up, pent up rage from months earlier. It was, let me get back on TV so I can. That's true, because it was a while ago. Yeah. It was months ago. Yeah, whatever. All right, on to fantasy. There's a lot going on here. I have, I have a lot of opinions on fantasy. So. Okay. That's why we brought <laughs> yeah, you in, sorry. Jim. <laughs> I have a lot of opinions. Not a, it's not, it was, I, I, overall, I think Clayton on, uh, on Tell All, he was fine. He took a beating, seemed to answer him questions, and then. Well, at the sh- end of Tell All, there was a telling moment where, what's the name of the girl? Um, Sierra mm-hmm. said, how do you treat when we, we talk? How are you treating the women this way? How, basically said, how do you sleep at night to him, right? And then another girl said, she said, uh, I'm just checking, are you okay? Yeah, Teddy. Teddy said, are you okay? So now I'm like, the guy ends up with nobody. And after watching this, I don't think the guy ends up with anybody now. Because Teddy asked if he was okay? Because Teddy asked if he was okay. And then like, but I want to know, because what I saw, how do you treat women this way was... It, he didn't treat the women any differently than any other season of the show. And, and the women have treated men any different to any other season of the show. And uh, the, the only difference is it's like, it's like telling every, he's got, he's got one, he's got two that he says I'm in love with and one that he says I'm falling in love with. So that's, she's coming third. Right. Well, I thought it was two. I'm falling in love, and one I'm in love. Well, no, no, no. Because one was I'm falling in love, but then after he shagged her, when he leaves, she went, "I love you," and he went, "I love you." I love you too. I love you too. So <laughs> that was really. They cringe. obviously said it in the thing. He screamed for both Rachel and Gabby. Yeah, and then for Gabby, he Bad. went. He went, uh, I'm falling in love, and it feels so good. <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah. Yeah, was yeah, terrible. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike and Clayton, got to come out. He loves the yell. He loves to yell. And, uh, and he's Hillary Clinton jacket. I, I do Arden Mirren's <laughs> podcast, and she calls it the Hillary Clinton jacket. And it's the same one that Hillary Clinton wore for the debate, the blue long one. It's spot on. Clayton, we were tough on the casting of Clayton, obviously. And then recently, we've at least I felt bad for the guy. He was... You know, being crucified for just kind of being who he is, but like ultimately felt like he was just being nice and re- and respectful. But this fantasy suite, I thought, was a terrible episode for him. He's somewhat in the right, but he should have handled it better because oh, no. it oh. wasn't a good look. It's terrible. Here, we'll, we'll yeah, well, my, oh, I get what, he, what I'm saying. Is, I get where he's coming from. Because it's just like fucking it. Because he gets in trouble with is it what's uh Susie? Is it Susie? Mm-hmm. No, it's um Susie. Susie. And he gets in trouble with her, and then what he should have done is when she was leaving and saying, oh, I can't handle this, blah, 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 he should have gone, Well, you're breaking my heart, but if you have to leave, you have to leave. Should have no. just let her leave. Let, let her leave. Here here's how I saw because I thought it was a really fascinating it's it's happened before. The are you like, are you Gabby more sex positive? Hey, I want you to go out there and if you need to do whatever you need to do, Gabby was making it very clear about like, without saying, Hey, if you go fuck everyone, I'll still be here. We're not here to judge that. 
Susie has a more conservative approach, and fine, that's her. They very clearly made Susie the third shade. Yeah. And I know that's not the, the term they use in the studio. Right, but they very clearly made her the third shag. They knew. Because if she was the first shag, no problem, because then he would have gone off and done his other things, and then she could have stressed out in the house. But they knew that her tension level was at a level where we have to leave her waiting as long as possible, and then she can knock 100%. him on his ass. 100%. They, yeah. they, they literally put her on a spiral staircase. Yes. They yeah, literally yeah. had the shot she of the spiral staircase, the and then spiral. she was like, I'm spiraling. <laughs> it was like, no, they knew they, exactly what was of coming. Of course, they produced the hell out of a great episode. They set it up. Jesse Palmer was coincidentally like just there, just there with a coat on. I was ready thinking about that. I was like, did they wake him up at one no. in the morning? Oh, I just thought that he had like a beeper on him or a phone. I don't a know. Pager. How pager. Okay. He's a doctor. He, he was he literally sit, standing he sits in a by. hotel room nearby, and then you go, we've got an emergency. They're yeah. having a fight. <laughs> Most, get me into the suit. Hair and makeup rushes over. Most of the time, if the host is not needed, he's out. He's not. Might not even be there. He's not. He's not even there the whole time. Right. Sometimes he has other shows. When Chris Harrison was a host, he was out golfing, doing whatever the fuck. So the fact that Jesse was there means they were like, they knew we're going to need you tonight. They they knew, and he was, and, and it wasn't like, you know, sometimes you can't keep track of like time, right? And you know, we don't know how maybe three or four hours went by. Maybe it's the next day. I don't know. You sometimes you can't, but like, not a lot of time went past because Susie had come out, right? So at most maybe 15, 20, 40 minutes, but. Jesse was on standby, and I've quite liked Jesse this season. He seems like, but wow, what a useless moment! All he did was, yeah, no, you were, uh, you told me you were afraid of that. Oh, well, she's back. All right, see you later. He offered absolutely nothing for yeah. for Clayton. Here's a question: um, We've been, we've, we, they've been doing the flash forward since episode one, the most unbelievable season of The Bachelor. And there's a scene where the guy goes, I have been intimate with all three of you. I thought he said all three. I think he said, I love both. all three, and I've been intimate with both of you. Oh, okay. And I mean, uh, yeah, the, and, the, and the super tease is highly edited. It's, right. Um, here's my th biggest criticism with, with Clayton and the Susie conversation is, again, Susie, that's her point of view, right? And while Susie was... She was frustrated, mad, and angry. All, she was feeling all these emotions, and she has a right to feel how she was, uh, how she feels. Clayton, to your point, I, I would, I can see why he's frustrated and upset, and feels like, well, wait, what do you mean? I, I thought, but when Susie was frustrated, she spent the whole time expressing frustration while trying to empathize with Clayton, while trying to. She was expressing her frustration kind of outwardly, not at Clayton, just being like, I, I don't know, like, I don't know, I, this is how I feel, and I wish I didn't feel this way, and I'm not even mad at you, but I just don't know how I can get engaged to someone. You know, that's a normal, like, yeah, you had sex with two other people days before. I, I wish I could, and maybe I, I might try to, but I'm having a hard time. Yeah, yeah. And Clayton, he got mad at Susie. Yeah. He didn't empathize with Susie at all. He got mean. He got, he directed his anger at Susie and Susie directed her frustration kind of just outward. And to me, that's the biggest difference. Well, he was a I, dick. I understand his frustration because what did she think was going to happen? Like you don't really, he's not going to not have sex with the two girls and then just have sex. Like, I'm, I don't know if that's problem and that might've happened in previous seasons, but it, it's, it, it when you get to that level, like for example, I I didn't, right? So you, you didn't, didn't have sex with anybody, or you just uh, had sex the, with the one. La the last, 
I the it was, it was a shitty week. So I had to I went in the fantasy suite with three women who throughout the season talked about fantasy suite. Can't wait to fantasy suite and you and it sucked. It was a terrible time because I had to navigate and not have sex with two women who were were trying to have sex mm. while getting through a night hoping they would still think I might pick them. Right. Possible to do. And for me, I just decided before I know who I'm going to pick. I don't want to get engaged and try to like is is as beautiful oh, as the must, other two women are. Like I'm just going to avoid them. this. Yeah, it is. But you avoid the mess, and I I had to navigate through it. And I I made that choice. The to girl that you not picked was she on the first night, second night, or third night? Third night. Third. The, See, that's the whole thing. What if you had sex with her and she was dreadful? Because there's people, there's people I've been attracted to, and then you've gone to bed with them. I'm like, maybe they're good with other people, but me and them haven't gelled. You know what I mean? Sure. What if you went, oh my god, this isn't for me? Totally. Again, and if- and I understand that if you have sex with the other two, maybe the physical thing, and you'll go, oh wow, we've got something really going on here. And you also, you must know that. Holy hell, they must really fuck the shit out of you. Like, they, like, because it's, it's an audition. Yeah. It's an audition. No one's laying they're down. They're fucking just, for a ring. <laughs> they're fucking for a ring, man. They're going for it. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, we're not, we're not the shaming Clayton at all for going for it's just two com- It's just two different points of view, of which uh, I think there are people on both sides. Everyone, when they get into sexuality, you have to train the other person up. That sure. goes both Absolutely. ways. Absolutely. You have to go... This is what I'm into. I need you to do A, B, and C, and that's and wh- what can I do better? And that's how you become sexually you compatible. Notes. And sometimes it just happens, but you even with great sex, you still got to go. Oh, I've got a little kink here. I've got a little kink there, yeah. and all that type of stuff. You're, you know? Yeah, great sex with someone you have the first time can only get better. Only get better. Yeah, and so if it, it, we're just talking about two different points of view, and Clayton, I think looked horrible because of how angry and mad my biggest issue was though is he kept creating this hypothetical situation to Susie and kept implying that there was only one person that he'd had sex with so when I first watched it I was thinking to myself oh they've edited it out of you know order she must be the second pick and then finally at the end he goes so let's say that I've had sex with both and no, I was like, he, he should have just been honest from the get-go he, she yeah. asked him about if you hooked up and he yeah, he. Do we call that lying? That is lying. Yeah, yeah. he like implied he, it was he, just one he the ga- whole he, time. He, he, gave, he gave a half truth. He well, gave. He yeah. He didn't want to like. Yeah, he, he gave didn't want to say two. I think he didn't know how much it was appropriate to disclose at that time, which like was him trying to cover nah, his own I ass. Would, I would do he this. was being uh, uh, a gentleman. Never kisses and tells. So I would have kept calling myself a gentleman. When and just... Susie asked him, he gave a look. <laughs> And you could tell he was mad. And in my opinion, he was like, fuck you, producers. Like he felt ambushed? Yeah. He, and also he was. Like, think about it. Susie was last. She got gassed up the whole time. All these questions about like her point of view on sex and how she would feel. Like, what if Clayton has sex? So she spent that whole... It's like, so you have a day off in between, right? So she spent four days being asked, what are you going to do if Clayton has sex with someone else? How, do you, how does it feel? Right? And it's, Clayton's like, I'm in love with you. And Clay, Susie's like, cool. So, did you fuck anyone else? You know, he even said, "I'm the most in love with you." Yeah, Susie. and let's let's yeah. not pretend that on previous seasons, while I may not have had sex with uh, multiple people, plenty of people have, and again, it's totally fine. In fact, I would argue most seasons, the lead has sex with at least two people. I think majority are two. Yeah, I did some, and different. I think it's mostly two, right? And 
those conversations, like, and, and Susie's also not the first person. And I think every season you have at least contest, one contestant who's like, once you get to the end, you know, like, you know what you signed up for, all these things. And then you find yourself in the final three and then you're like, holy shit, like, I'm supposed to get engaged, what? Like, in a week and a half? And then you literally go through a week when you re you're watching people go on these fantasy suite dates and you start wondering, could I get past this if someone else sleeps with someone else? And some people, like Susie, are like, I don't think I can get past this. And those conversations usually happen in the fantasy suite. It's not a coincidence that it happened on camera this time around. Right? So, like, Clayton's just like... Oh, so you're saying there's lots of fantasy suites where you just fight or not? You talk, at least. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or they might be like, the, the, some girl or some guy may be like, especially if they're the last, you know you're last. You might not... Yeah, you, I'd you, watch Jeopardy. I'd just turn the telly on. And, you, and, and there That's might be a lot of people who are like, hey, <laughs> did you sleep with anyone else? Yeah, I'm good then. And yeah, I'm sure a lot of fantasy suites ended up with like best intentions to hook up and maybe ended in a How fight. How should have he handled the situation when she asked him then? Because what I think he should have done is just gone, look, I really like you. For me on this journey... I needed to um, explore the other people. I'm confused. I am in love with you, but I, I, for me personally, I, this is what I had to do, and I'm sorry if that yeah, hurt you. Some version of that. that. That would have been the best way to do it. And then just like, and he should have just let it go gracefully. And if he's truly in love with her, and uh, he should have just gone, you know, let her let her leave, and then said to the other girls, "I can't get engaged here. I'm in love with Susie," and, but, and then try in the in the outside world. Yeah, that I mean, they're been. still. They're because still... I think any girl who saw that, if you went, nah, I just told the other girls to go home, that... might, might give you, might not get engaged here, but give you a shot. That's a great point. I mean, if, totally. if, if Clayton tries now to pivot and go after, um, and by go after, I mean like pursue Rachel and Gabby, they're going to watch it back and feel like a, a second option. He said, I'm the most in love with mm -hmm. you. They're, they're yeah. always, because that's pretty clearly saying you're the one that we're going to, you're going to win. You're the winner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And usually the person who goes last in the fantasy suites is at least in the lead at that point or or the winner. The, the, they're always kind of saved for last for the most part. But I thought I thought uh, going back to how Clayton could have handled it, when when it first came, when they were sitting down, I was like watching very and I thought Clayton was, I thought it was okay. It was both back and forth of them trying to find the words, both being frustrated and not coming at each other. But like after he went outside and talked to Jesse, like something switched. Talked. Yeah, talked. Hey, 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 bye. Uh, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> well, got some here. great advice. Yeah. Uh, I know you were afraid of this. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, here she is. Here she is. I'll let you go. Uh, yeah. Cool. Oh, I want that job, man. Yeah. Uh, that's got to be the best job in TV. Yes. It is. Yeah. Ladies, you have one more rose. Say your goodbyes. Yeah. Fucking, what's going on? Oh. Yeah, I think uh, they, they proved in the people tell all that. They, what's his name? Jake, is it? What's his name? Jesse. Jesse. Je Jesse was a bumbling idiot on his season. Could hardly talk, and now that he's, was awesome. Yeah, yeah. And now <laughs> yeah. he's all TV savvy. What he should have done is when he when he came back. I just want to I, I um uh, uh, like that. If he wanted to get a real big laugh when they came back, for, cutting to the ad break, he should have just done that. Just gone. Yeah. It, after ads, uh, um, he would have got a big laugh. But what, who am I to teach comedy? <laughs> uh, I uh, so yeah. I don't know. I wish uh, I wish Clayton flipped a switch uh, on that on that time. Back. He was just done. He. I feel like then he was like, "Here's your car." He was a dick. 
Yeah, if I, he could have been He went like, from saying, let's spend these seven hours talking this through to saying, okay, great, you don't want to be here, Bye. Yeah, and I'm wondering what all of a sudden changed because if that's who, if that's who Clayton is, then he is an asshole because like, you can be mad and you can handle your feelings as a dick or you can handle your feelings. You, he could have, yeah, he could have been like, Susie, listen, uh, it seems like we're both like not on the same page. Uh, I feel a little ambushed, I guess, but I yeah, understand. You've, you've never had arguments where in the moment you're like, fine, just leave. And then the next day you're like, uh, we sure. should talk this out. It's, it's, but normal people can come back. She goes in that car. Exactly, you're never going to see her again. Exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. the problem. And in that moment, he probably wanted her to get in that car. And so he, you wonder how he's feeling now, whether he's like, I'm sure he wishes he handled he's it. He's also on TV. It's a, I, I, I'm not saying he's like the worst person ever, but it was definitely kind of a, I, I thought he was unnecessarily a dick, and I get that he was mad, but he still chose to be a dick. He, he didn't have enough empathy for her and yeah. what she was going through, even if he believed he was in the right, which I mostly think he is in the right because that's sort of what the show is. Sure. I mean, I, I think it's just he think, has the right, from my opinion, he has the right to feel how he does, and Susie has the right to feel how she does, and I think... If How he, did the girls never say anything to her? Are they told not to say what yeah. happens in the fantasy suite? Or do they think that hurts their chances of winning? They just come in and smile. Yeah, yeah, I, they're I, just going, yeah with like bedhead. It was, like, oh, oh, yeah, that was the thing. She's so, cool. I was so, like, Gabby fully redid her hair and you're calling her out for having bedhead. Yeah, you have bedhead? <laughs> yeah, From well, all the fucking. Clayton, was, uh, Clayton said, like, why are you telling me this now? When was Susie going to say something? There has been girls that have said before the fantasy suites, they've gone, if you sleep with anybody else is not something I'm comfortable. Who was that girl on, on Pilot Pete? Maddie, yeah. Yeah, but that was the, it was literally the same date. It was literally, oh, really? it was literally the dinner date before the fantasy suite. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why on every season, uh, things happen the same week. Uh, right around, if you're... Right before hometowns, if you're about to get sent home, you tell the bachelor you're falling in love and get sent home because they realize that they don't feel the same way. And then the person who's falling in love, who's about to get sent home in hometowns, coincidentally says he's falling, he or she's falling in love, right? And if there's someone who is openly like not sure if they can continue dating someone who has sex with multiple people, it always comes up during the fantasy suite. Like, you know, like things are saved, you know, like, like oh, do I want to talk about it? Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe save it. And also like, when is Susie going to talk about it? Like she's focused, everything happens so fast and is so intense. So while she is introducing this guy to her family and bringing the bachelor into her house and Susie's like, I think has been a fan of the show, right? Mm -hmm. Susie watches, the, I've, I've heard she watches the show. So when also, like when Clayton was like, "I'm in love with you," she knew how impactful that. She knew that that doesn't usually happen. You could tell that she was caught off guard. But I'm just saying, like, she's bringing the bachelor into her house. She's not going to be like, "Oh, by the way, let's talk about." There's just no time. You you have these. There's a reason why you have such little time. And as soon as you start talking about other things, it's like time to go. It's up. Oh, gotta go. Gotta there. You just don't have time to sit down and say, you know what? Let's just. Can I just talk? It's you just don't have time. And I feel like this is an issue that exists in the real world of the whole debate between like vo you if you have needs, you need to vocalize them and tell me as your partner versus 
the other person being like, I want you to just think of this. I want you to don't want you to just do stuff because I'm asking. I want you to I, be thoughtful and identify what's going on. Like that's such a rich, re real world debate. Yeah. So you add in all the bachelor factors and like, yeah, of course it's a shit show. And Susie was acknowledging that it was a shit show. And Clayton was like assigning all of the blame on Susie. to Susie. Yeah. So one of the promises as well is uh, with Clayton, if that's how he fights on camera, he might be a, that's exactly he yeah. might be a very aggressive guy off camera. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying he is because we you don't know, know. We, we don't know. But like, uh, when you match someone's energy, your energy, good or bad, doesn't look as bad. Like for you know, back to the sellout. There are going to be a lot of people who disagree with me because everyone's just like, well, Sinead did that, so they did it, so they match each other's energy. But with with Susie, she again was feeling all these like she like you tell she was mad and sad and angry but still like empathizing with clayton and the fact that clayton couldn't match that energy and decided to be a dick made it look extra worse because like susie was giving clayton the playbook of how to respond to me just like say the same thing hey I'm, I'm frustrated that you feel this way, but I feel this way. And I wish we could get on the same page. And I wish you didn't feel this way. I know you do. What are we going to do about it type of stuff? And he was just like, he's flipped a switch. And, and yeah, listen, we've had these conversations. When a, when a giant man flips a switch, it just presents as more scary uh, and problematic uh, than the other way around. And Clayton was clearly at least at best unaware of how it's going to look and to your point like we we all hope it's not like Worse. what what are you going to do when you're when you don't have 16 cameras on you uh and you aren't like and i'm sure the producers weren't like hey well don't be angry you know like and and i don't know he 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 definitely chose to to act that way Before he should have just gone up to the fantasy suite by himself and had a wank he would have felt a lot better. Yeah. Taking that key and lock the door. Before, Come out a lot more cheery. Before the fantasy suite, uh, before the Susie fight, I was like watching it and because like once you get to this point, there's this, it happens every season. There's, there's a part of the audience that is like, this is The Bachelor. This is what we signed up for. We all know there's a fantasy suite. You know, this is how it works. And then there's people who watch it who know the rules, but they start seeing it more through like their own personal experience of like dating in the world today, right? And like, oh, that's, I've had a guy do shit like that or oh, that I recognize that behavior, right? And so during Fantasy Suite Week, before even how he, when he got angry at Susie, when Clayton, there's like a reason why The Bachelor historically doesn't say, uh, the way he was doing it, like I'm falling in love with you, I love you. It was just, it just came across as like a, in real world terms, it came across like a fuck boy. If you're watching it, it just looked like, and you have an experience of like watching a guy going like, on, he's on a dap, right? And you're like, yeah, I dated a guy like that. He told every girl he was in love with them and falling in love. And oh, the first girl, if he didn't say he was in love with her, she wasn't fucking him. Yeah, and it kind of comes across as he's like saying what he needs to say. And even though he's the bachelor and technically being the bachelor, some people would say, Hey, he's just like, this is how the show's set up. And Clayton's kind of operating under this, like, well, I guess this is what I get to do. But it definitely comes across as fuckboy behavior because he in the, he's in this position of power. 
He gets to go to everyone. They're all pining for him. And I believe that he believes it. I believe that he thinks he's falling in love with multiple people. That's what I was going to say, where I feel like he's a real people pleaser. Like, he, I think we saw that throughout the entire season, that he really tries to make be present, make people feel comfortable. And I think this is when you saw the repercussions for that. So he fucks like, everyone. <laughs> if he wants to please people, every single one of those people left now wants to be in love. In my and, 20s, like, I tried engaged. to please everyone. Yeah. <laughs> The real people please. I let a lot of people down, but I tried to please them. Yeah, it's 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 an impossible. He that's the thing. Like Clayton, when I got to that point, I was thinking about how's this going to end. Like I got to start making real world and real life decisions. And Clayton was just like Clayton kind of took the pilot Pete approach. Hey, I'm in this world. And as long as I'm in the bachelor world, I'm going to act like the bachelor Mm. and I'm going and, and real world rules don't apply to me. I I personally think that's a bit short sighted, but that's how he operated. And, uh, it clearly is backfiring on him. Are we slut shaming him? No. Like if a, if a female contestant did this, would we feel as. I have no problem with having sex with multiple people. It's yeah. the I love you and the sex, right? No, I, the even the I love yous, I'm just saying, I don't think, I don't even have a problem with it. I just think that there is going to be a large group of people watching this show that even before he got mad at Susie, they're just going to see a fuck boy because it's just how it comes across. Not that he is. And I know that's what I'm saying. I feel like he's a fuck boy by negligence. But I, I feel like he's a fuckboy and he hasn't been a fuckboy previously in his life and this is the first time he's yeah. had the opportunity. So he's Yeah, there's a little bit of that too. A lot, yeah. and, and it's intoxicating having... I can sit with three women. They're yeah. all really into me and I, I'm into them as well, of course. It's, and there's also an element of pressure. The only one who has this pressure of getting engaged is Clayton. And if, like he's probably thinking, like, this is my last... If I want this to work and I want to get engaged and this is going to be the last person I'm ever with and I have to decide who I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, in, in eight weeks, I'm going to like use all the time I have to make sure I have the right decision. I mean, I have no problem with him going about it that way. So you didn't end up with the, with the girl you picked? No. Right? In hindsight, you wish you fucked the other two girls? No. I just, just ask it. No. Okay. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> yeah, because we... you didn't end up with her anyway, so... I, I would have made the time uh, with my... F- then fiance that much more miserable trying to right. get through that. It, 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 you know, because even though the, the way Susie talked, everyone believes that they're the one. And when you go into that world and you start getting this validation, you're they, thinking there's no way they can feel this way. And you want to get engaged and you're everyone thinking if they're going to get engaged is going to be, they all go in thinking the same thing. This is crazy. This will be fun. I get to travel, maybe get some Instagram followers. And then a couple people at the end make a connection with the, the lead. Yeah. And they start thinking, holy shit, I think I like this person. And then like one or two people are like, oh my God, like I am, in, I'm in love. Yeah. And they think there's just no way they could be feeling this about someone else. So they're not going to do this shit. See, I think more heinous than all the sleeping and all that type of stuff is the two balconies, I love you, I'm falling in love, and it feels so great because both of those girls believe yeah. that they're winning. 
One hundred percent. They they believe that they're getting engaged because they just had a night where that you know he just laid on a pillow next to him, just going, "I love you," and they went, "I love you, I love you, I fucking love you, I love," you. and they yeah, just I said it know. over and over to each other for eight hours, right, in between shagging and eating strawberries, right, <laughs> and then like that that what screw more than the sex that's what screws with your mind. I think. I, I completely I completely agree. Uh, do you think so? Again, it's not a coincidence that Clayton was saying these things. We all have been talking about like Clayton has been incredibly agreeable with people making the show. Seeing people have referred to him as a puppet. How much criticism do we give Clayton? Like, should Clayton be mature and and aware enough that even someone's someone whom whoever is saying this to him, hey man, if you if you're falling in love, man, just say it, man. Like you are the bachelor. Does is that give him permission to say it, or should he know better that he is messing with these people's hearts and these women that you say that if I say this, like his argument to Susie was kind of like the way he talked to Susie, he basically was describing him blacking out while having dates with Rachel and Gabby, and then got back to his hotel room and like came to and realized, what have I done? I'm gonna hurt somebody. And I, I don't, I don't buy that. No, I don't buy that at all. I, I, he's unless Clayton wants us to think he's like a total idiot, and he might not be like the sharpest tool in the drawer. I don't know his intelligence level, but if that's just, true, he he has to be kind of really dense. I thought it was so funny when he was like, "No one forced me to have sex." He was like, "I did it because I was in love." <laughs> yeah, he's he definitely has a very barbaric, aggressive side. He likes to yell. Loves to yell. He's a big Viking guy. He's a big, huge yeller. Viking guy. But yeah, I uh, I just think even if the producers were like, "Hey, man, if you're feeling it, say it," I think it was reckless or stupid. I don't know which one you want to go with. Uh, it was one of the two. It's either com- completely reckless or idiotic to think that he could validate uh, all three women with both his words and his actions and not be criticized for being reckless with people's feelings. How do you think it ends? I, I don't think this is the last we're going to see of Susie at all. Do you think we're going to see Susie talking to the other girls? I don't know. I think, I, I think I'm allowed. There's, it, the, they've asked me and other Bachelor alumni to participate in the After the Final Rose on Monday night because apparently what we're about to see is so shocking. Like the, the, the shocking, the shockness of the season, it wasn't last night, apparently. So this is just the first inning, the first quarter. Threesome. He's going to ask Rachel. I, I, don't, I don't know what the fuck he's about <laughs> it's like, to do. like, what's going to happen? I don't know what the fuck he's about to do, but it's not going to be, is my understanding, as simple as him going to Gabby and Rachel at the rose ceremony like we've seen that before, like when when one of the three people from Fantasy Suites goes home, the like lead walks out and says, you know, so and so is no longer with us for whatever reason, but I still see love in front of me, and my wife is still here, and will you both accept these roses? And then they, it's not. I don't think it's going to be that clean at all. Uh, I I'd, I'd be shocked if it's the last we see of Susie, because Susie seems like his favorite, and. And to your point, Jim, Clayton reacted like a dick 
And, you know, most people, even if you like, yeah, in the real world, you might get, you might fight me like the next day you're like, I'm sorry, babe, or whatever, or I'm sorry, honey, or, and you're still a dick, but you have to apologize for that. But a lot of people like will calm down and realize that they've, you know, got angry. So you think there's a pilot Pete Matty situation where he just says to the two girls and then they, they show footage of him flying out to see her or going to see her father. I don't know if we're, I think it's all going to happen. She has, she's, I mean, so when someone gets sent home, they just go back to their hotel room. So the final, the final four basically don't go home until the season's done airing, for for purposes of avoiding spoilers. Right. And the final three, when they're all in Iceland, all definitely stay in Iceland till it it's done. For again, for for spoiler purposes. So she's. And then a, after they get engaged, they all fly on the same plane together. That must be all. No, <laughs> no, they don't. No, they actually all take different flights to to. Uh, Wherever they go, they're all in different flights uh, right. to avoid, again, like spoilers and things like that. And so whatever happens, Susie is going to be sitting in a hotel room. So if, if either of them are like want another chance or want to talk after emotions calm down, they will definitely be given that opportunity. So I suspect there will be some version of that. And what happens after that, I think is going to be part of, of this mess. Uh, and if you're Gabby and Rachel, and you're watching this, to, you're just like what? Gabby's got no chance. Yeah. She's oh, I don't. No I don't see it at all. Delightful person. No, delightful. Not Clayton's but I, wife in any world. I don't see the connection at all. I I like Gabby. I I think she's. Oh, I think she's a, great. A great yeah. girl. She's got a lovely personality. She'd be a TV host. I think she's funny and you know what I mean. But uh, I don't. Uh, I don't see it between the two. Don't see it between the two of them, and. It's like it's like when she had to sit down. She just goes, "I just want you to know that, like, I have feelings." And I blah blah blah. And then he's like, it's "So great, like, that you don't have to be goofy all the time." Stop calling the girl goofy. She's trying to have a chat with you. You could be serious. And she probably goes up to the uh, go to the bathroom, slips on a banana peel, and fucking. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I like she. She's only that I'm falling in love with. So Rachel's going to win if someone's going to win win and everything but i think he goes home with nobody i think he i think he goes back he tries to get Susie, and she tells him to fuck off and the other girls don't want to be second banana and then that's the end it's just crazy because i thought rachel was wifey for the whole season i've just been watching it being like rachel obviously wins and then the date that he took her on like with the volcano situation that was one of the coolest dates we've ever seen i feel like that's the kind of date that you take someone i think it was between like Susie and rachel but i still thought rachel was going to come out ahead which is why i was so surprised Susie getting the last date had well with her having her point of view on sex it was just as much of that than her being the front runner but she also could have been both but historically the front runner gets the last date but it's hard to, it's hard to say but yeah ever since rachel susie has been playing catch up though and has caught up to rachel the whole time, but I, I don't see if you're Rachel or, I mean, Gabby, we don't think he's going to pick Gabby anyways, but it would be a tough pill to swallow. Especially after he said, I love you the most to Susie in their fight. Yeah. Because like, what? Most. It's a weird thing to say. Mm. Yeah. I, I say mean, that to my children and make them fight again. Yeah. <laughs> Colton. I love you, but I love this one the most. <laughs> Colton kind of this is there's Colton vibes in this moment not because of sex but but like Cassie just left and to, to Colton credit he was like 
this is my person and I'm going to chase you down and, you know, kind of, kind of weirdly forced her to pick him. But nevertheless, he at least didn't try to pivot and convince himself or anyone else that he was willing to take, you know, seconds. He, you know, it was like the bachelor's not allowed to really express themselves until the end, but like Clayton was caught off guard. You saw, and that's the thing. And that's why we are get critical of his anger because in that moment he was off script. Not that there's a script and don't, I'm not saying the show's scripted, but there's definitely beats and he gets prepared for conversations and topics that he thinks he's going to have. And he was definitely caught off guard by Susie's reaction and her questions. And then Susie saying she wants to leave. And we saw the real honest, like, fuck this. This is who I was going to pick. And now she's leaving or doesn't want to like get engaged to me. And that's, and we saw that real reaction. So the anger seemed to be very authentic and him saying, but I love you the most was not something he probably should have said, but he was just panicking and expressing himself. And we got a very honest uh, sentence from from Clayton, which is that Susie was the person he was planning on picking. He can't end up with the other two girls because the other two girls won't have any dignity if they if they stay if they after seeing him do that. They they just can't. Even if you know, like that girl, I love you, I love you. And then he's like, I love you the most. Oh no, you can't. He ends up with no one. He ends up with no one. Can you? And I, I, as someone who's been the bachelor, I still don't see how people can fall in love with. The three people, let alone two, and like matter of days. I just I don't I don't get how he can say say that to Gabby outside of a car, as cringy as it was, but like act like he's really like I really want to say this. It just it's it's so distant. It I don't I don't buy, I don't see it. I don't I don't know how people can, but I I know other people disagree, but I don't. I find it kind of, I, I feel like he's caught up being the bachelor and taking advantage of being the bachelor. And he, he's almost like, um, he's convinced himself. This is how he really feels because he's caught up in this world. But I don't, I don't, I don't totally buy it. I'm really disappointed in Colton. If I, if I ever see him on a balcony though, I am going to go, I'm falling <laughs> And it feels so good. It feels so, so good. good. He's going to get that a lot, I think. Who would we rather see be the Bachelorette, Gabby or Susie? Susie. Gabby. It's two very different choices. You have Gabby, the more of a, hey, listen. Fun. 2022, fun, sex positive, like, you know. And then Susie, more of the traditional conservative, like, you know, family values. It's, I like both. I I I would I won't be disappointed with either. And why is Rachel not running? Because I think Gabby and Susie just have better storylines. It has nothing. It's nothing against Rachel. It has more to do with the other two. Yeah, because I feel like she was always so framed within Clayton. Like the fact yeah. that they had such a strong connection, we didn't really get like Rachel's personal narrative as it existed without Clayton. Yeah. Throughout the season, is that what you? Yeah, mean? I think you know Gabby has that kind of Caitlin Bristow comp. Yes. And well, so you know what's good about Gabby? The family's good. The family's Ooh, good. Grandpa. You, the you, grandpa you, alone. You will the grandfather back out. And he's like that. And the dad who came and you know, the signs and that type of stuff. They're going to be a good family to put on telly. I'll tell you what, though. This, this, this was a big moment for Susie, though. Mm -hmm. Th this was like Bachelorette kind of catapult yeah. that moment. Susie's dad's going to kill Clayton. 
Was he the one that touched on the shoulder? No, that was Rachel's dad. Rachel's dad. Rachel's Rachel's dad. dad's going to kill Clayton. Clayton. <laughs> yeah, kill Clayton. Because he, he seemed like he might like n- at least know some guys in the mob. Oh, 100%. There like, should be like a dad's tell-all episode. Yeah, because Rachel's mom was loving being on telly. She was like, oh, you're in love? And it's they Oh, this is so exciting. Oh, like that. The dad's like, fucking thing on fucking TV. That's <laughs> usually And then he was that. like this, I'll touch you on the arm. Yeah. <laughs> I really loved Rachel's dad. I thought he was great. All right, so you, who would you rather have as best friend? Obviously, Gabby. Obviously. You want Susie. I, I, and I like I I'd so much respect either. for Susie. I think yeah, Susie's I, fantastic. I, I won't be disappointed with Susie, but I, I want but Gabby. It's just been a little while since we've had someone like quirky, boppy, like alien, weird. Yeah, but, weird. Uh, but Katie was allegedly quirky and boppy, and then and she, didn't, did she, didn't, she well. didn't play out that way. Yeah, but we were. That's how she was sold to us. I was, think she was that. Yeah, I think I'm more Susie because Susie comes across as this like quiet demure person but every time she's put in a moment she kind of you know you had the hometown's new jitsu you know karate whatever jiu-jitsu and then like she whatever you whether you agree or disagree with her point of view on sex she handled herself awesome stood up for herself she had some you know fight to her and i think there's more to Susie, and i think you you want a bachelorette that can kind of keep showing you more layers and you know, and maybe you, you, we can see that with Gabby too, but I feel like with Gabby, we kind of, we're going to have a fun, quirky thing, you know, and maybe there'll be more and I think she'll be great. But I wonder if there's, Susie's be, she's continued to show us more and I'm, I, she has to be curious about learning more. I feel like Susie's like the teacher and if Gabby were the bachelorette, it'd be like the sub, you know, like you don't know what's going to happen. Is she going to be able to control the class? <laughs> is she not? Like we have no, like she's an absolute wild card. I, I agree that Susie is like confidently capable but i think gabby that. could be a great bachelorette too because she'll be fun she'll get a she'll be she'll be willing to get a little messy it'll she'll there'll be some drama i think it'll be fine either way mm-hmm. i think it's been a wonderful season this season though i've really yeah. enjoyed it it's been a, yeah. big, a big comeback here jim ah, always a pleasure come and see me perform somewhere check out yeah where are your shows i don't know go to jimjeffries.com jimjeffries.com go to me podcast i don't know about that That's uh Thank you for coming back on. The people love you on this show. Oh, I'm, I'm in Vegas this weekend. There, there you go. go. There you go. Vegas. This, this I'm going week. to Vegas this weekend. There you go. If you, if you want to come. But I, I'm, I I'm performing at the Mirage in Vegas on Friday a, and Saturday in Salt Lake City on Sunday. There you go. That's where I'm going to be this it's week. It's a great show. You're, uh, you're 69, but that still has Thank has you. I crying. appreciate it. It's, uh, appreciate it. It's hysterical. Uh, so check out jimjeffries.com. Check out all the shows. Jim, we hope you come back. Uh, the people love you on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. Don't forget to listen tomorrow for our guest, Ashley Green, and mediation with Nick and Danielle from Love is Blind 2. You won't want to miss that. So see you tomorrow. Thank you.